0: Yeah, well. all righty so everyone is here, most. Yeah. Mm, Is it yeah dini won't be joining us today oh, okay uh, yeah maybe she's on a vacation i don't know <laughs> <laughs> That's... so what i wanted us to talk about today was uh healthy foundations uh, for like healthy Mm -hmm. relationships. Because I think uh, a lot of like what constitutes two people being in a healthy relationship with each other Mm -hmm. has to do with self so uh, if you don't have that way, you can have like a healthy relationship with anyone else whether it be a friendship or uh, mother daughter or father son Mm -hmm. type of situation I just think if 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 we don't have uh, healthy relationships with self, then uh, it's never going to work because I always say, you can't give what you don't have. So, uh, A lot of people keep saying that uh, I gave and I gave and I gave or whatnot, but like when you assess it, it's like, but uh, the things you demand or like the things you say you are giving, like mm. you are not in possession of them. So what I wanted to ask you, talk was uh, what are like some of the indicators that one has a healthy relationship with self what are the what what are some of the things that like you can use as a guideline that like, shows you like okay i am in a healthy relationship with myself
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes that's a difficult question or like what constitutes like having a healthy relationship with self? Or how can I uh how can I like cultivate the healthy relationship with myself?
2: I feel like for me, I'll say like um lessening your insecurities somehow will improve like your relationship with yourself.
0: So mm-hmm. What I was saying was, I agree, and I think that, uh, like, our own like insecurities give birth to like the trust issues, and uh, us being possessive in the name of, uh, I'm just overprotective, and like the people who like, uh, the people who justify like being jealous as um i just love you so much and i don't want to share you with mm-hmm. anybody else and i get jealous you know mm. that line of explanation
1: mm.
3: i think i think i think then mm. then goes back to, i think i think it goes back it goes back to you maybe not knowing itself that well because because if if you know yourself and know that you are a possessive or a jealous person, yeah. then if you do know if you know the root of that and perhaps where things gone wrong, you'd probably find ways to try to fix that so that it does not then affect mm-hmm. your relationships with someone else. Mm-hmm. So I think it would go back to lack of knowledge of self, you know
1: mm-hmm. these
3: insecurities mm-hmm. that one has.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh, it's uh, also a part of everything because yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Some people are just in denial about like who they really are.
0: That's true, that's true. Um, that's very true. Now I forgot what I wanted to ask. <laughs> I am getting old. <laughs> the, the closer I get to 30, the more like it was just on the tip of my tongue.
2: That Alzheimer's is kicking in,
0: eh? <laughs> Alzheimer's, dementia, bro.
2: Ah, then I feel it sometimes. I feel it kicking in.
0: It's bad. You know what I did yesterday? I, mm-hmm. I removed the memory stick from behind the TV and then mm-hmm. I put it in my pocket. I think I spent... 30 minutes looking for it, taking it out of my pocket. I literally had it in my hand and I spent 30 minutes looking for something, put it back yeah. in my pocket. And then <laughs> probably like 10 minutes later, I was like, wait a minute. This is this is, this is is what I've been searching for. So it's, it's really pretty bad.
2: This is very yeah. dangerous, Paul, because now you're going to be, you're going to start having kids and then you're going to forget their names.
3: <laughs> yeah, imagine that. I'll,
0: I'll, 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 I'll name them like the kids next door. What was that show? Number one. Cafe. Mm. <laughs> I think that way at least I'll be able to remember them.
1: Mm,
0: that's true. Um, oh, but... Oh, I think I remember what I wanted to ask. Sure. It was uh in relation to uh, the lurking na the insecurities mm-hmm. and i wanted to ask for uh for the person who like might not know where like it stems from
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh what are like the in general the like most overwhelming uh how do i put this where do most people's insecurities come from um so i think if
3: if if we look back on our previous podcast mm.
1: um
3: we also i think we did kind of touch on on this so usually i think i said what influences our relationship our romantic relationship is the relationship that we had as young kids with our caregivers, for example, mm. um, uh, maybe mom wasn't as affectionate as as a, as a toddler. That mm. will probably affect how you, as a as an old person or as an adult, become in relationship. You might not be affectionate at all. You might struggle with affection, or you might be too affectionate so it's gonna be almost polar you might fall on this end or you might fall on the other hand so that's where we can always uh look at or try to we would start there to try to look where does this behavior in this relationship come from oh how was your relationship with your mom Hmm. growing up my mom wasn't that affectionate or my father was not very affectionate and,
0: so, perhaps, but, and then, mm. in relation to like insecurity mm. uh, so most people okay when 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 we talk of insecurity because like insecurity is such a a broad thing you know like it's uh self-worth and like within that we find like Uh, a person might not feel good about what they look like, might not feel uh, good about, like, you know, like, just themselves as a person, you know, personality-wise, they might Mm -hmm. be like, I'm not smart enough or I'm not, it's all just, like, not enough, I guess, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, they feel like they fall short so specifically in relation to that. Uh, insecurity. Mm-hmm. insecurity, like uh like when 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 we go to like like you said, or like we need to go and look at like our like primary relationships as kids, you know. Mm-hmm. And now what I've noticed is like these things tend to be like a ripple effect of things, you know. Mm-hmm when I look back at certain things, like, you can't blame it on, like, your parents, because, like, uh, they're parenting the way they were, like, they were parented, you know, and, like, if you look at it, they might have, like, the same deficiencies as you have. Like I said, you can't yeah. give what you can have, you mm. know? Mm. So, they also didn't have it, so there's no way they can pass it on to you. Now yeah. we have to look at your grandparents. So, it's all, like, we, we're gonna trace back to who knows where if mm-hmm. we if, if we take that route like in terms of these things mm-hmm. so for for someone so it, it's basically like okay uh, we get it from our parents probably mm-hmm. uh, but like for someone who who does find themselves in, in this situation where like, at least they are able to recognize that, uh, okay. I I, I am an insecure person. Mm. How does that person now like proceed to work on it? What are like some of the tools that like they can now use to start focusing on them and like building this, sense of worth that they can now like pass on to like the next generation so that like their kids won't have like the same problem they had and their parents had and their grandparents had and all that.
3: Um yeah I think I think I think it would it would be a long process for one to then start saying I'm gonna break this cycle. So from from here onwards I want to be I want to be someone who is um less insecure. I want to now be a parent who's going to parent in this proper manner so that it doesn't affect children. So now, I think to go forward, other than to say that one now needs to start learning how to trust or, or to be less insecure, from where I'm standing, I'd have to point to therapy to say that I think one has to now really say, I would have to now see someone professionally who's going to now teach me how to be less insecure because if we have to look at insecurity, it might not only manifest in a romantic relationship. It might even manifest in your friendship. Relationship. It might manifest in,
0: you know, in other it, aspects but, of your life. It, it generally does fall over into like all your other relationships. Like mm. even if like your friend has like other friends, you tend to be jealous. And think, mm. you know, like, you always feel like, uh, hearing If, like, the people you love are, like, doing something with other people, you always tend to find yourself thinking, or, like, okay, like, maybe uh, our friendship is ending, or, like, something is wrong in our relationship.
1: Mm.
0: And, like, you tend to, be the like one of those people who never like do something just for the sake of it you always like uh expect reciprocation you know like cool. for example is like if i buy you a smoothie today mm. best believe i'm expecting you to buy me a smoothie tomorrow it's not mm. as much about a smoothie but like about uh needing validation like that me and you are on the same page So mm, uh, mm, like, mm. you know, uh, I mean to you as much as you mean to me yes. you know? And like what I've noticed is like usually like the other party they can sense like this expectation and it puts a lot of pressure on them, you know yes. and people like people love you they. But then mm-hmm. like people can love you and still feel like because of like your intensity that which you do things with, uh, because like they sort of afraid that they will never be able to match your intensity in this, uh they then like you know, back mm-hmm. off, off of the friendship or the relationship.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true.
3: That- that's very true. So, I think then yes, one would then have to actually relearn, and to relearn it, you might have to. That's why I'm referring to therapy because you might find that then you have to almost do role plays with your therapist where you almost are acting out relationships, and then you are relearning some of these things, which is which is quite a long a long journey. It's going to take quite some time because if it's a pattern which started from when you were a child
2: and I feel like also reflecting man, I feel like if mm. you start reflecting on because a lot of the times when we get out of any relation with mm. anyone like a lot of people will always tell you what the other person did wrong it's like no but okay. person did this and this and this and this to me and this is where mm. I feel wronged. but they won't say what they did wrong and I feel like that is you're not reflecting on yourself, so you might not realize what you did wrong because, like, no one is an angel. I feel like in any relation, we both have a part to play. Mm. Just because now your thoughts are, like, more visible than mine, because mine was, like, behind, you know, in the like, back doors and stuff. Now I point fingers instead of ref- ref- reflecting on myself, and if I start doing that, I will be able to know that, okay, this is what I struggle with and what are the things that I how can I actually minimize this so that it does not affect my next relationship. You're actually overbearing and you're not controlling and you are all of these things that are not very desirable. Yes, you're a good person, but your toxic traits are never fixed. So you fight leaving you most of the time. And then that adds on to your insecurities that you already have. Now, always, like, piling on insecurities as we grow because we have those ones that were developed, like, from childhood and then we have those ones that were developed, like, as we got into, like, our team. And then we have insecurities that develop because of relationships with other people. And then now you have these things that are piling on that will make you... Um, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to say feminist, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: hate people because mm. now you're like, ah, all these people are trash. But like, if you are so nice, like people would not leave you. You get what I mean. Yes, I don't think people sure. would, would want to lose like a good person who has like mm. a a healthy relationship with self. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I Um. I think that's
0: how you become the I don't need any one person. Yes. Okay. That's how you you finally get to a point where uh you don't want to let anyone in because in your mind you like they all always leave and you never actually because what one thing I know is like when when you caught up in your own hurt uh, and your own anger and your own bitterness, it's very hard to see past that, you know? Uh, And I think a lot of people, I I can even say everyone who is like in that black hole, they know they have to let go, Mm. but, uh, at the same time, I think it, it, it's, it's like, I don't want to let go of this because this helps me remember that, like, people will hurt you. So this is sort of now my shield because, mm-hmm. like, they feel like if they, if they let go of all this hurt and anger and bitterness, then, like, they'll allow someone in again and, like, uh, this will sort of, like, now leave them vulnerable to, like, hurt again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's what I've noticed of not just the feminists, but, like, men too, you know? Yes. Uh, like, the commitment issues thing, mm. it all stems from somewhere. way. It might not necessarily be, like, uh, it was... A romantic involvement that like hurt you. It might just be mother issues, you know, like we we talk so much about like daddy issues, but like we never actually focus on how a lot of men have mommy issues as well, you know. True. So True. Uh, whatever might ha- have happened in their childhoods or in their relationship with their mothers uh it also tends to affect like the romantic relationships and like whether like they commit. And I think also like I could be wrong, but uh, since your mom is sort of like generally the first woman on earth, like you get to know, Mm. you know, I think how men view like their moms sort of uh that's what informs their opinion of women yes i can agree to that to an extent as well yes um so uh, but now mm -hmm. you saying that uh a person with with these deep-rooted insecurities Mm -hmm. would need therapy, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, I see a lot of insecure people running around on Earth. (laughs) To be Mm -hmm. honest. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, lots
0: and lots and lots and lots
2: of them. And... Mm -hmm. Uh... (laughs) But I feel like Paul I feel like everyone Has insecurities Mm. It's just that Mm. some people can't Manage their insecurities With Too much and then now it starts Affecting things But Mm. I feel like everyone has insecurities And if you are aware Of those insecurities you can be like Okay now I'm starting to get This and it's starting Mm -hmm. to affect My relationship let me just pull back a bit, reflect and learn, and then go back. I feel like you you can never completely heal from insecurities. It's just learning how to manage them. For me,
0: uh, I have found Mm -hmm. things that like, okay, if I do this and I do this and I do this, consistently, I am consistently able to be a sane person with like not just enough love for myself, but, like, left over with a surplus to give as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, whenever, like, I stray from these things and I stop doing them consistently, I also notice that, okay, uh, my, my sense of self-worth is also, like, diminishing. Now I start feeling, mm-hmm. uh, okay, like, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not smart enough. I start getting, like my moods are now inconsistent because like the things I, I do to consistently keep me like the person I want to be to other people as well. Uh, I no longer do those things. Uh, so I, I, I totally agree what you're saying. You know, I just went off a pageant and like this old age thing is genuinely catching up with me because I don't even know what was the point of this round anymore. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like when when I get in that space, for me it's an indication that like I have strayed from the tools I have found to like get mm. me to be this balanced person but also for me, mm-hmm. uh, heartbreak like influences all of us differently you know just so for me like uh, the last time i got my heart broken was like what that's why i always say like i didn't actually get my heart broken i just think i had my deficiencies exposed and like i finally Mm-hmm. the time to see them so mm-hmm. uh for me it was like like you say uh self introspection or reflection so it was only then was like okay uh i see what i lack you
1: know i lack mm-hmm.
0: here and here and here and here and here and then like once mm-hmm. i was able to identify those things uh only then was I able to ask myself, okay, now, how do I fix this? But I also uh, recognize that like, not everyone has the ability to do that. Good.
1: I, yes, I think, yes. I
0: think good. like, it's, it's very few of us who are actually able to, I guess you can call it self-medicate. You know?
1: mm.
0: uh, not everyone has the ability to do that in a positive, constructive way. That is why you see people Mm. turn to alcohol or substance abuse or Mm -hmm. other negative things because, like, they numb the pain, but, like, it's temporarily, you know? Mm. And you can't Mm -hmm. continue to do those things consistently without, like, causing damage to yourself. Whereas I was able to find, like, because for me, like, I came to a point where... The question was because I think a lot like the one thing, like, I always tell people is uh, if your happiness is locked up like in someone else or how they feel about you, that means like they have all the power because if they are unhappy or like they go, that means your happiness has gone along with them. Mm. Now you have to wait for them to come back with it for you to be happy again. You know? So nice. in essence, you're not in control of you and your emotions and just how you feel about yourself. If that is it. So if that's it. the conclusion then was, okay, so it cannot be in someone else and it's in me. So what mm, is it inside mm. of myself that like can cultivate like this happiness that can cultivate like this feel good effect? Because if it's in me, that means it can never leave me, you know. Yes. So, but it's like I said, mm-hmm. I don't. Not everyone has the ability to like think that deeply. Uh, mm, mm. So. But like you said, you uh, you you prefer them to therapy, and like you talked about role play. But like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what are some other? Do they do you do you guys have like other simpler exercises or methods like that a person can like use at home to like sort of gain some sort of like understanding of self and how to like fix this problem in some way? Um, mm. Yes,
1: th-
3: there are other ways. Mm. Um, I can't say I know any. The, th- the thing is, with with every almost problem you come to, mm. into the office, there is almost a guideline to treat that. Mm. So, wh- one would have to almost look at what is happening and what does what could I use to almost deal with this? So when I thought of perhaps we can almost do a simulation of a relationship, that's that's almost a technique we would use uh, when we're trying to maybe work with couples or families, right? So it might also be helpful to actually deal with someone who, who has trust issues. So specific ones, I can't think of any at the moment. Uh But, yeah, there are a lot. There are a lot that one can do.
2: And I I feel like people can learn to be more open about their insecurities. Like, it's all... Because I noticed, Mm now. Like, for example, just give an example that um, we're getting old now. I feel like people my age, some are married, some have children already, and all of these things... And I know friends of mine who are, like, a lot older than me, but they don't have none of those things. Mm. And they have developed these insecurities that, that that stem from people asking them, oh, when are you getting married? <laughs> oh, when are you having children? Mm. And it sort of affects them, but no one knows that it does. Mm. So people say it as a, not really a joke, but, you know, like, people like, Asking all of those things, like "Ah, oh, you're getting old now. Like, mm. where's your child?" Mm. So I feel like being more open about all of those things. For example, if we teach, if we teasing you about your big head, mm. I feel you triggered should, now. Like, I don't don't trigger me about my
0: big head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you should really say, you know what? I don't like that. Mm. That makes me feel some type of way, and people will learn to sort of not to not do that and it's going to stop affecting you so i feel like people should start talking about their their insecurities with their loved ones like being open like Mm. and in that you'll find that maybe you'll you'll start talking about where it comes from because most of the time these things come from somewhere Mm. and if you can know that cause Maybe it's a problem with your parents.
1: Mm-hmm. If
2: you have a chance, you'll talk to them, and then maybe feel better. I feel like that's also therapy on its own. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, I feel like people should start being more open. And also, I feel like there's nothing wrong with cutting off people that intensify your insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like people, other people just intensify them like a whole bunch, mm-hmm. and it's not a you thing; it's a them thing. Mm-hmm. But if they are affecting you in that way, I feel like you should cut them off, uh, even if they affect, try to fix first, but cut off.
3: I think Adinara has raised two, two, two points. Remember, in the first question, Paul asked was 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 um, the foundations those foundations that we can say one has a good relationship with self. So she raised the ability to self reflect. So, so what I noted there was an ability to self reflect is actually a good foundation. Very very brilliant information Now the second one is this one of actually being open to say that I don't like it when you say that to me, uh, and that we would classify that as being assertive. You know, assertiveness is a very good uh, trait to have in any relationship to be able to really stand up for yourself, not necessarily being arrogant, but to say I don't like it when you make fun of my big ears. Right. So yeah, I think there is two good points there,
0: and I think. Uh, like vulnerability generally uh, I'm thinking as someone if I'm dating you and like you are able to like open up to an extent it, it helps create a more understanding mm-hmm. partner because now I understand like when like to do certain things or act in a certain way that like uh, this is the root cause of it, you know? Because mm-hmm. I think like a lot of us, like, uh, like we've already established that like we are people who all walk around with insecurities, but like when someone don't doesn't trust you or has trust issues and you don't understand why you know, and, like, you've not done anything remotely to, like, even warrant like, them not trusting you, you know, but, like, mm. at least, like, if I know, like, what's the backstory, I think it makes for a more understanding uh, partner in a relationship and a more patient one, because, like, mm. it's like, okay, uh, because I think, truth be told, uh, what I've learned in my current relationship is like everyone, like once you break up, it's like, okay, um, I'm going to take time. I'm going to take time to heal and like, you know, mm. uh, rebuild myself and all that. But then like when you start dating again, like uh, when certain things happen, you, you, you're you going to get like cricket, you know, like, because mm. like it's easy to say you've healed and, like, that you are fine. Like, get into a relationship mm-hmm. again, and then you'll ju- you see just how much, like, of what you think you were, like, okay with, like, you know, just sort of, like, mm-hmm. triggers you again. Because, like, mm-hmm. now, you are used to, like, okay, from my previous relationship, when this happened, like, this, like, when, when this was happening, uh, it meant this, you know? And like now you're mm-hmm. in a relation, in a new relationship, and like you have to sort of, unlearn like people's patterns of behavior, because like maybe mm-hmm. you've you've mm-hmm. attributed certain things like uh, maybe in your previous relationship, guy didn't answer your texts, and like it ended up that he was being unfaithful, so now you're in a relationship with me, mm-hmm. and like uh maybe I'm even having network problems uh, and, like, I don't respond for 10 minutes, and now because of your past relationship, it's like, that motherfucker is cheating. You know, he's somebody Mm. else. And, like, Mm. it's warranted because, like, in your experiences, like, this pattern means this, you know? Mm. So, obviously, like, you, these are things that you're going to have to navigate in like your new relationships. I think even with friendships, like maybe your friend acted funny and like it meant something. And now like your friend this way is acting a bit off. And like what I've noticed is because like we humans are self-absorbed in general, like we tend to be in our own fields a lot. And sometimes most of the time, especially when you're in relationships, we tend to think that like when something is off about the other person it's something concerning the relationship and you might find where like this person is struggling with other things like you know like they're having financial problems or something is not well at home but because we are so uh, centered about us and like us needing to be happy and whatnot and whatnot maybe like Mm -hmm. the person starts acting Mm -hmm. out or like acting different or is no more like consistent we stop to consider that like it might not be what we think it is because of like mm-hmm. our previous experiences.
1: Experiences. Yes. Uh,
2: yeah, which is why I feel like if you miss the step of building a good communication in any relationship you're gonna have, it's gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. Because those types of problems are caused by like a lack of a proper communication foundation because now i'm thinking that you're cheating on me but no you just have your own problems and then and the thing is yeah, the brain will make up so Thank many you things good at that. when something is happening and while you are dealing with a problem so now i'm going to accuse you of cheating and you're going to be Feel so offended because it's like, you don't even know what I'm going through. It's like, but I should mm. know. You are my partner. I should mm. know everything, you know? So I feel like if people like miss that step of like building proper communication mm. and being able to talk about these things, it's going to minimize a lot of problems. Mm. And I feel like I, didn't. Mm. I didn't focus on I'm um, keeping relationships different because of their previous relationships. Mm and the patterns that they learned and everything that was done in the previous relationships. And they somehow wanna bring that to a new one with a completely different person, which in most cases does not work. So I feel like we should aim okay with Things because some people are okay with like toxicity, Mm -hmm. and they're all said like it's they are okay with that. this is fine. And then when they get to another relationship, they're like, yeah, but this person can do this and this Mm -hmm. and this. As long as they do this, -hmm.
1: then -hmm. we're good.
2: Mm -hmm. So I feel like yeah, you're right. We need to unlearn, like stop holding on things and bringing them to new faces, but. Communication will always remain like super important in any relation you have because, like, a small misunderstanding can make us Mm. default. But I thought you were doing this, and then he's like, No, but I thought you were doing this. It's like, No, if we spoke about it, like, we'll have gotten somewhere. So now we're busy thinking all of these things, and then now I run to my family, and then they're like, Yeah, he's cheating on you, girl, and then now it's a Biggest problem that could have been solved in
1: like. I, uh, yeah. I think
2: in, yeah.
0: the most important thing you can ever ask someone when you start dating them is, why did your last relationship end? I think True. that like just helps put things into context. To okay, uh, where this person is potentially headspace-wise, you know, like, you got Mm -hmm. cheated on, okay, like, if you got cheated on, uh, I have a lot of male friends, maybe, is that now going to be a problem, you know, Mm -hmm. and things like that, I think, like, that question can inform so much, uh, Mm -hmm. moving forward as well, and I think, what I've also noticed is when you keep, like, kids, like, we start dating in our teens mostly, like, you know, like, most people, like, if you ask them more, like, when was your, who was your, like, first love and all that, like, they usually refer to someone in their teens, like, I was 16, or whatnot, or whatnot, you know, Mm. and, like, i feel like once and i think that's what what has happened in the world and that's why like we have a lot of women just accepting uh toxic traits that men have and a lot of men accepting toxic traits that women have it's like once you date like enough people and like the same shit happens to you it's sort of like Mm -hmm especially if you started dating, like, in your teens or whatnot, it's like, oh, okay, like, it's a normal thing, you know? Like, maybe, mm. uh, if you had five boyfriends and five of them abused you, mm. your my, I think your mind is more likely to, like, process it as, like, abuse is part and parcel of love, you know? I think like, most True. people
1: mm-hmm.
0: don't think of love as, like, this, pure bowl of positive energy like if you ask people now Mm. what love is they'll say to you like you know like love is wonderful at times and like but like there's a bit of this and whatnot and whatnot sprinkled in it like cheating or whatnot and
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I think that is where the world is at like we've experienced something so constantly that, like, it's sort of become acceptable. And, like, now it's at a point where uh, even, like, the future generations inherit, like, that idea of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happens. And, like, I think because of that, like, it becomes very hard to build healthy relationships, and I think it's contributed to us having, like, so many broken families and mm-hmm. all that jazz.
3: Yeah, I think, I think we must not, um, or rather, we must just remember that, you know, when, for example, you got cheated in one mm-hmm. relationship. That is a traumatic thing. It's a very traumatic experience almost be cheated or maybe you were physically or emotionally abused it leaves it's traumatic and then it's gonna leave almost this scar
0: I'm, and like so, that's the thing for me it's like I think mm. it's become such a norm thing that like people don't realize just how deep like the damage goes like because mm. now it's like uh every second post you see on social media is making a joke about it like you know but now heard about shimani you know it's like we laugh yeah. we we yeah. laugh about it but like i've had yes. con- like you know like i've had conversations with people about like uh, the pain and trauma of like uh romantic relationships and then, like, but mm. we did it jokingly. And then, like, something happens that triggers them. And, like, we're now having a deeper conversation. And now, like, this person is crying. And only now, and mm. then I realize, well, like, damn, like, you downplayed how much this person has hurt you and how much that has ex- affected how you feel about yourself so much. I
1: never knew... Mm.
0: The that, like, Mm. to what extent, like, this person has hurt you and how it has affected you. Mm,
1: mm.
0: I think, like, yeah, that's that that's that's a very, very big problem that we have right now. It's like, I guess it all goes back to like the us being honest thing and like talking about like, Mm. this really hurts me uh i don't like this i don't like that like so now everyone Mm. is like trying to convince the world that like they really don't give a fuck i think we live in that time where like uh we are trying to prove so much that like we are okay and that we are savage and that like Mm. i've heard people proudly say or like uh we are dead inside you know it's like you can't hurt someone who doesn't have a heart like these these are now the badges of honor we wear
3: yes and and surprisingly you know um it could also be a trauma response not to actually feel pain think about maybe paramedics or police officers who see these horrible incidences all the time to the point where they say, oh, I don't feel anything anymore. The reality is that it's not normal. So to to these people who say, well, I don't even feel pain anymore. Perhaps they've almost masked that pain Mm -hmm. with something else, but maybe at some point when all, Mm -hmm. when everything starts to open up, that's when you'll see, "Mm, this person is actually still very much hurt over what once happened and they're just masking it maybe by being involved in many relationships at the same time or something like that yeah that's
2: true which and it catches up to you like sometimes even Mm. in old age and you find that now you're starting to like really Mm. do with things that happened like 500 Mm. years ago because all this time you were just trying to cover them up basically instead of dealing with them because I feel like people who don't feel pain sort of just cover problems mm. and they never deal with them and they're somewhere else mm. so they don't leave so at some point it really does come back to you and some people especially when they start raising kids now because it's like ish, some of those things are going to like now start going yeah. to your kids because you are certain type of person. You can't like you have a heart mm-hmm. like everyone does. You can't like not feel pain. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's not normal. So one way or another it's gonna affect you. And you can call yourself savage <laughs> all you want, but we all know her uh, and need to be from that shit. You can't just cover it up. You you know, look like I find it very funny. I find it
3: mm-hmm. funny that we've actually created, you know, about that i heard it, you know, it's actually very funny. Uh, but, anyway.
0: <laughs> but like, I, if that pride, like the, the refusal to acknowledge pain, like, like in that mm-hmm. instance, like, I'm not going to show this person that like, They hurt me deeply. Well, I'm not going to show the world that like this thing has affected me. Is that can like we say or like that's just your pride making you do some dumb shit? Yes. Or, Mm -hmm.
3: um, yes. I thought you you wanted to ask another question. No, no, no.
0: I just wanted to ask that. Like, do we? We attribute that as like you just need to swallow your pride and like just crumble and cry it out and feel, you know, allow yourself to feel. Otherwise, yes, yeah, go ahead.
3: I think at some point, at some point, yes, we can literally say this is a matter, this is a pride, this is just a pride parade. it could be that thing of I really don't want to look vulnerable because almost we've made vulnerability look like weakness, I don't want to look weak. Mm. You know, this person will see me as weak, and then they'll repeat this thing. And once they know my my weakness, they'll keep playing at it. You know, so it, it could be pride, yes, or it could be this thing of I wanna be the I don't the a, a, a fact kind of a thing. You know, image that I'm trying to show out there.
2: Mm. And I also feel like it's also like the desensitivity mm. of the world. Like the mm. world is just not a sensitive place. So how am I going to allow myself to like crumble in a world that is going to make fun of yeah, mm. like my pain? So why would I do that? I'm going to, I'm strong. I try myself to sleep every night. So I feel like, the world is just not a sensitive place, cause I cry. Yo, <laughs> I'm hurting. you me, and you know, <laughs> you guys turn it into a joke. Like you see, it, even now, you guys are laughing. It just, it just sounds. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it really sounds funny. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. But, but I heard, guys, yo.
0: <laughs> it really sounds funny, but. Yeah. I think, like, that goes back mm-hmm. to all the way in kindergarten, like, when, uh, like, you had a big head, and, like, someone in class made a joke about it, and everybody laughed. I think, like, from there already, like, it just starts to inform a person that, like, uh, you know what? The world is not, like, very sympathetic to, like, you know, people's emotions and feelings. Mm. I think, like, it Mm. starts already to build up from there. Like, I think we've all probably had an instance where, like, someone or, yeah, someone said or did something to us in public uh, that humiliated Mm. us or hurt us and, like, everyone laughed at us. And, like, it, it 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 makes you like crawl deeper into yourself and say like I'm not you know putting myself out there like that anymore. Mm-hmm. sort of like start being a person that like tries to like lurk in the shadows, right? you know, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I don't want people to focus on me because like mm-hmm. I'm anyone has ever like had the microscope on me it was to hurt me
3: to scope yeah I think I think it it has to start there you know it it starts there and then it kind of almost builds into this character if if
0: it's kids doing that Mm. like wait does this come from home because if that's the case, then that means like the world comprises of a bunch of mean parents. Is it that? Or what is it? Or is it just that thing where, because I think a lot of like, okay, and we've gone like off topic a bit like now, but like I guess it still ties into like self-love. Um, but mm-hmm. like a lot of people who like tend to highlight like other people's maybe like less attractive features or whatnot, or try to humiliate mm-hmm. other people is like, so it's because like they don't feel good about themselves. So like they need mm-hmm. other people to feel the way they feel, or like, if mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to make you feel worse about yourself, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, if I feel like I look ugly, I'm gonna make you feel like you look uglier than me. Mm.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. yeah, which is unfortunately very dominant in women, because women get a lot. Women get mm. a lot, yeah. especially other. It's like you find that person who will never say, "Oh, you know, you look mm. nice today." They'll always say, like. Ah, your dress is nice, but you gained weight. Mm. So I was like, "Ah, oh, no, I'm just there. Yeah, I look nice. I knew when I got out of the door that I mm. look cute, just like cute, you know. Stop trying, to make it, you know." And then you find, maybe them talking about a person, another girl, usually because we're not gonna, be on guys mm. so can't be doing mm. that. And Then they'll say she's pretty bad Mm. she's very dumb it's like no baby girl stop it like you know yeah people are just insecure and in order for you not to focus on my insecurity we need to direct it to someone else and that's just how it works unfortunately and and i think yes
3: we learn it from somewhere uh it can be our parents uh I think it it go back to self esteem. I have a low self esteem. I want to bring your low. Your, I want to bring your self esteem down, and perhaps my mom also had self esteem issues, and then she did it on me. What am I going to do? I'm going to probably pass it. I'm going to probably going to try to pull someone down when I get to school. So it's almost like a, yeah. a
2: cycle. Exactly. like, yeah, and a, a lot of like um raise their kids, mm. basically preparing them. I feel like that causes, like, a lot of problems because I was compared to someone my whole life, so I feel like I need mm-hmm. to always be on top of the game and always better around them. Yeah, me, you know? I
0: think, like, we need to let kids be individuals. Just because you think, like, you got the blueprint in, like, maybe the firstborn, now you're busy, like, saying, eh, your sister used to get hundreds or your sister did this or what not, what not. Mm. So, yeah, I yeah. think, like, because parenting is like that, like, it's not a one-size-fits-all type of thing. You need to, like, uh, tailor-make your parenting for every child based on, like, their personality. Like, exactly. respond fun to different things, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. like... People, people forget that, like us, dark skin people, like you, are only coming in fashion now. Like they go to insult to like dark skin people was like that they dark skin. They mm-hmm. made fun mm-hmm. of dark skin people for the longest of time, and like it, it, mm-hmm. it was like, I think it's it was like a uh, a normal thing in families where like. Even kids, like, felt like... Because, like, people say these things so casually. Like, mm. they were made to feel like, okay, light-skinned kids are pretty. dark skinned people are not so pretty. You know? And, like, that mm. also has caused a lot of, like,
2: yeah.
0: self-esteem and insecurity issues as well. That's true. So...
2: Yeah. That's mm. true. And even with the body thing... Like, we are this type of body. It's like, yes, yeah, skinny people, where are you guys now? You know? So it's like, I people should really stop doing that. And, like you said, we are a bunch of self absorbed people who have an inability of realizing that things are hurting other people. We're always focusing on ourselves. So you may be like, ah, I'm a woman too, and stuff, and not even realize that that is going to hurt that child. And they're going to have self esteem issues for the rest of their lives. And they're going to grow up like wanting to sort of change themselves Mm -hmm. because they will never be pretty. Does not matter how they are, they will never feel pretty because of what you said like Mm -hmm. five million years ago. So it's like you have to stop. But I feel like loving yourself sort of cancels all of those things out because you're like, nah, man, I'm not going to listen to what one delay with the Spoon Rose was but, saying about me. I know myself. This is who I am, and I don't care what but anyone I else is saying Dineo about me. Then, so,
3: how do you learn to love yourself if mm-hmm. if you've been getting weird or, or mean comments for almost, almost the rest for almost when you were a child until now? How do you begin the process of saying, now I want to start loving myself?
2: It's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be really difficult, especially like when you have like layers and layers and layers of like just comments Mm. like built on you. But I think you really have to eh, watch Ian, watch I um, I, I, I... know like just Mm. read motivational books. Like you must start and also start surrounding yourself with people who compliment I, like, I feel like you mm-hmm. need to change a lot of step, things
0: around your life I think the first think step for me like specifically because like I've dealt with everything that like we've spoken of today so I feel like for me the first step was uh, who am I I asked myself like currently who do I think I am and like what mm-hmm. informed this identity you know was this am i this person because someone else said that or Mm -hmm. is it something i got through like self-discovery you know Mm -hmm. and i learned in that process that like Mm -hmm. the most like 95 percent of who i thought i was was like Mm -hmm. just because someone else said so you know it's Mm like okay you this and then you just like wear that jacket, you know, for mm-hmm. for the longest of time. So the first part for you was that like, okay, who am I? Oh, and like what informed this identity, and like mm-hmm. letting go of that, you know, mm-hmm. and then being like, okay, now that I'm at a place where like I, I'm not that, but I don't know who I am mm-hmm. still. Know then, Mm. like the journey of self, like honestly, only really then it started, and like that helped me like find me inside of me rather Mm. than like based on like people's observations of or like things that they put on me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you're right, Mm. it's a very lengthy process. It's, 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 I think it's I think that it's it's a lifelong journey honestly like just mm. unlearning uh, things yeah. and like learning new things about yourself and then like evolving out of that it's a lifelong mm. journey but I think mm. a lot of us like because we, we we are and like that's that's the thing for me like When Since birth, even, like, you know, like, finding a a romantic partner is something that's, like, always, like, so heavily emphasized on, especially, like, in the church environment and, like, all of that. It's so heavily, like, like, especially, like, for instance, when you're a girl child, you can't cook who's going to marry you. You can't do this Mm -hmm. who's going to marry you. Or, like, as a guy, like, you can't even fix a light bulb. Who's going to marry you? Stuff like that. It's, like, everything is centered around, like, we are preparing you for this thing, whereas no one actually takes the time to, like, because now for me, like, that's, like, what I do with my, like, younger teenage friends. Like, when Mm. when they transition into that age, like, okay, like, now you are starting to be interested in boys and all that my first Mm -hmm. thing has always been like, those are always going to be there, you know, but like, Mm -hmm. more than that, if I can get you to take interest in yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. to be consumed by you more than anything else, like, who are you? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like, like to enjoy actually learning things about yourself, Mm -hmm. then uh, I'm actually helping you be in a position where you will be able to like actually have healthier relationships and actually be able to identify like the ones you should stay away from. Mm-hmm. Cause I think like, that's also uh, like something that uh, knowledge of self helps you identify. Cause as long as mm-hmm. you know what's like, what's your energy then, like, you know how to repel or, like, shut out the things that, like, messes with your peace and uh, your happiness and all that. But, like, Mm. when you don't know what gives you peace or what brings you peace, when you don't know what is peace, when you don't know who you are, it's like anything will go. Mm. That's, like, Some people like hop from relationship to relationship to relationship all their life. Like there are some people who who, like can't remember when last were they alone ever since they started dating. So where have you gotten the time to know yourself? It's just an Mm -hmm. indication that like uh, you need to attach yourself to someone to to be like to have an identity. You are always Mang Mang's person.
3: Papa. No, my boy. Oh, You know, he got the content. Anyway,
0: enough of the serious stuff.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we all heard.
0: So let me read today's. it goes like this please can you make me anonymous so I complained these people are married so I complained to my husband that our sex life has become boring I told him how we used to do it like crazy fast forward one evening I get home from work to find my husband home kneeling on the floor naked the kids were not around he told me he took them to granny's he started barking at me (laughs) I asked him what he was doing, and he told me he was a dog, and he wanted to smash, <laughs> to cut the story short. <laughs> we didn't like dogs. You can use your imagination. The following day, when I came back from work, I found him wearing orange overalls. He told me we were in jail. He asked me to dress. He dropped a soap <laughs> bar and commanded me to pick it up as I was picking it up he put it from behind and rolled me hard he made me sing prison songs as he <laughs> the third day I found him waiting by the corner of our lounge he offered me 400 rand and undressed me he told me I was a prostitute he even used the condom to protect himself mm-hmm. he spanked me so hard I struggled to sit properly the following day uh, the fourth day, I get home and mm. I see smoke coming from the house. I didn't even go inside to see what was going on. I reversed the car and went to my mom's place. I called and lied to him. My mom was sick. I'm starting to think my husband is uh, on drugs. I'm, and I'm very worried about him.
2: But you are complaining about the dryness, my sis. And Guy is a trying to read really <laughs> <interesting. laughs> Not make it dry anymore. Hey, Marlene. Yeah. Wow.
0: Is this a case of be careful what you wish for?
2: Yeah, it is. Honestly, it is. Cause wow, yo, this mm-hmm. you are in prison this night, this day. You are a prostitute. It's like Anna. Oh, no. You can't be doing this. It is. It is. And I feel like people should really stop. Like, if I feel like our sex life is boring, maybe I should do something. Mm. Yeah, because
0: sometimes it's like the other person doesn't feel that.
2: And then... It's okay. Perhaps yeah.
0: communication.
3: I mean, uh, communicate what you want. This guy was doing yeah. a lot of
0: things.
2: And what if that day when there was smoke? I think he like was onions. a fireman.
0: I think, like,
3: that <laughs> was
2: going to no, be I don't the role. Know what he would say.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> what... Oh, to like friends. you know I am here to rescue my damsel mm. in this dress but like I have to give him points for listening <laughs> and
1: try mm. yeah like well, he, he, did.
0: he listened and he tried and like nah. maybe just tone it down a little you know I feel like he mm. could have done one like it, maybe one once a month or every week <sighs> And he would have mm-hmm. been fine. You know. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one. I'm just going to paraphrase. Uh, this girl says. Her boyfriend. Cries every time. After he, cha- he ejaculates. After, se- after after ejaculates. When they're having sex. She cries. He, I mean he cries. So she wants to know what could possibly be the reason that this happens Hmm. because i i've I've heard of instances like this is not the first one i hear about i've heard people like say like guys like there are guys that cry after like they not. Mm. what could possibly be the reason (laughs) for you to cry
2: Um, because I don't have the proper tools to like back it up I'm not going to say anything in her thing
0: um, like everything is great you know like the sex is great and everything everyone like she Mm. comes he nuts but like once he has reached his climax after that he cries it's not like a thing where like I am I fall short, you know, in terms of package or whatnot. It's just like after I nut, I cry.
3: Mm, um, Isn't it maybe because it was an emotional experience? (laughs) Maybe, or maybe it was was so good that it just became emotional.
1: I want me some of that. (laughs) I want to try too now.
0: I never thought of it like that.
2: <laughs> oh, then it could be that it's so good. Yeah, that it, makes sense. it makes sense. Maybe it's so good that, you know, it
0: became so emotional. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like that. Like, right. maybe he's just never had him some that good.
3: Because we have to ask. Was he crying in previous relationships or not? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. And yeah. And does he cry when he jerks off?
2: Or it could be because you are not her. So he's like, mm, you know,
3: it's yeah. not viable. Maybe it's not her. Maybe it's like it's, it's not as good as
0: You are nasty mm-hmm. for that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, wow well, because like i've heard this story so many times like from different people even i have mm. i started to wonder like what brings a dude to that point when you know <laughs> just like yeah usually
3: I, I would hear yeah, it Usually, I would hear it when they would make joke like he cried, you know, afterwards, I'm like he cried, you know. So, I always thought it was a joke, you know. A man who cries, they would say, mm-hmm. A man who cries is a weak man, or it would be mm. almost a joke. They're making fun of someone who's probably weak, like, ah, and yes, so mm. you'd cry afterwards. And I, and I thought it was just a joke, mm. and it, it never happens. Mm. Mm. <laughs>
2: And, oh, it yeah. really does, and every time Mukai guy cries, I don't know if <laughs> I'm honestly emotionally strong <laughs> to deal with that type of person. I feel like I'm also <laughs> super immature, so <laughs> I'd probably be like, <laughs>
1: I'd
2: probably laugh at him or something. But it's just gonna be a weird. Like, I'm gonna be like, what the fuck? And the problem mm. with me is that like I can't. Pretend mm. with my face, like everything <laughs> that I'm feeling shows on my face. So it's gonna yeah, be bad it, for the guy. It, it's, it's not gonna work. Oh, yeah.
3: unless if it's too. Yeah, good.
2: It's gonna be too bad for the guy. When you can <laughs> yeah. laugh
3: and he's gonna appreciate you that. laughing.
0: No, <laughs> I wouldn't appreciate
2: oh, you oh,
1: laughing
0: yeah. at me if I cried. <laughs> you know, don't laugh at me. Hug me. <laughs>
1: Hold me. Spoon
0: me. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, I'm just imagining it. And, like, this dude, like, literally cries. And another kind of cry that I imagine in my head is, like, that ugly cry, mm. like, I'm at a middle type of cry. Yeah, and I'm no, in it's, I'm not it's something else.
0: That. I think that's about it for today's episode. Happy birthday mm. to Dini. So he must buy you we hope Happy you had birthday. a good one on the 11th. Happy yeah. birthday to Dini. I don't it's want not- to air her business. <laughs> she, will, she will come back and <laughs> give us the D.
3: Good night. Good
1: night. It was a nice one. Yeah, don't <laughs> let them hurt you yeah. tomorrow.
2: Bas kaba heard that.